0: The full list of Boston Bruins coaching candidates has been revealed, as has the list of where the Bruins will pick in next week's NHL entry draft. Going to give you updates on all of this and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins Podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, June 30th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please open up your podcast app, go to YouTube, Locked On Boston Bruins, and hit subscribe so that you never miss a thing. The video portion of the podcast, you get a look into my home office, see Bessie from time to time. I'm sure there'll be a kid running in and around here every once in a while now that summer break has started. But you'll also get some bonus content that will not be in the podcast feed in the form of quick breaking news videos. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at LockedNHLBruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian c mclaren i'm a lifelong bruins fan i've been covering this team formally for various outlets for 17 years and it appears as though we are on the verge of a brand new head coach for the boston bruins and the list of candidates is believed to be up to seven including two that are kind of uh Not off the board, but hadn't been talked about as much. Now, over the weekend, we learned that David Quinn had met with ownership, kind of signaling that he was the front runner for this position. The longer this goes on, where there's no formal announcement, the more I'm convinced it could be more of an inspiring hit. Uh, head coach decision or somebody that's a bit, uh, yeah, off the table that Don Sweeney is advocating for. I firmly believe that it was Cam Neely, the Jacobs family, that pushed for Bruce Cassidy to be removed. And I do believe that Don Sweeney doesn't necessarily just want to Settle for the safe choice in a guy like David Quinn, who coached locally at the NCAA level, has a relationship with Charlie McAvoy, coached the New York Rangers, coached the U.S. national team. I, for one, have said that I I don't see where all the disdain for Quinn is coming from. I'm willing to give him a shot. But it might not be the most inspired choice. It wouldn't be the least inspired choice either. I think Joe Sacco would fit in that category. He's been an assistant for years. Wouldn't it be much of a change. So there were five names that we knew were in the mix. Quinn, I've already mentioned. Sacco, uh, former Dallas Stars head coach Jim Montgomery. Uh, Jay Leach, who was coach in Providence before jumping to an assistant position with the Seattle Kraken, and then Spencer Carberry, who is an assistant for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Matt Porter of the Boston Globe confirmed that two names not previously known have been added to that list, and that would be Pittsburgh Penguins assistant Mike Vellucci and Greg Cronin, coach of the AHL's Colorado Eagles. They are among this group of seven finalists. Now, ideally, the Bruins would have a coach in place before the NHL draft, which begins next week, July 7th, in Montreal. Start a free agency a week after the 13th. Um... Sweeney has said NHL head coach experience wouldn't be necessary in terms of uh, credentials. Quinn, Montgomery, and Sacco have coached at the NHL level in the past. Some others have risen as high as assistant coach, including Volucci. He spent the past two years as an assistant under Mike Sullivan in Pittsburgh. Uh, he primarily works with the team's forwards and the penalty kill. He joined the organization in 2019 as general manager and head coach of their AHL affiliate in Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. He was in the Carolina organization before that, spending about five years as assistant general manager and director of hockey operations. And he also coached the AHL's Charlotte Checkers to a Calder Cup win in 2019 where he was the AHL Coach of the Year. Uh, He was a defenseman uh, drafted by the Oilers back in 1984, only played a couple games with Hartford. Uh, He was with another Whalers organization later on, GM coach of the OHL's Plymouth Whalers, won a championship in 2007, Coach of the Year in 2013, And uh, he was there when Tyler Sagan uh, was selected second overall by the Bruins as well. So he has a very good resume. The only thing left to accomplish is to become a head coach at the NHL level. Cronin, uh, he spent the past four years uh, with Colorado's Top affiliate. He was an assistant with the Islanders as well as the Maple Leafs in the past. He was the head coach at Northeastern, making one NCAA tournament appearance in 2009. Uh, He has earned a reputation as a fiery leader, according to Matt Porter. Uh, In 2005, athletic director Dave O'Brien told the Globe, that Northeastern Athletic Director Dave O'Brien said he had grit and determination. If you look real closely, those aren't even his teeth. If you look even closer, those probably aren't his joints as well. Um, there was a report as well that Minnesota Duluth head coach Scott Sandalin interviewed for the Bruins job. Uh, Bruins could be speaking to Tampa Bay assistants Jeff Halpert and Derek Lalonde. Boston, of course, is one of three teams with an open head coaching job, including Detroit and Winnipeg. So it seems as though this group of seven is the finalists. Quinn, Montgomery, Leach, Sacco, Carberry, Vellucci, and Cronin. Will a decision come as early as today? Well, Elliot Friedman said yesterday that he said it was possible we could get some clarity on the Bruins' coaching situation Wednesday. That did not come. It's possible that it could come today. Um, And again, the longer it goes on, the more I'm starting to think it could be a more off-the-board choice. And again, I'm not necessarily opposed to hiring David Quinn. I think he did some good stuff in New York. Um, He does have that head coaching experience. Uh, I think Vellucci would be a pretty good choice as well. Uh, As with Cronin, Carberry I think would be a great choice. Um, Montgomery I'd be happy with as well. So we'll have to see if the Bruins make a decision here today. Um, I'd be shocked if they did it over the long weekend with a holiday coming up on Monday, uh, 4th of July, of course. I would expect they would do it today, tomorrow, which is Canada Day, um, just to get that done before the holiday and with a week or so to go before the draft. So keep it locked here to Locked On Boston Bruins, to the YouTube channel. When anything breaks, I'll be sure to post something over there but it seems as though it's gonna be one of these seven before we get to where the Bruins will select in the 2022 NHL entry draft a quick word about betonline.net your number one source for all betting needs and sports info you can find all the latest sports developments league reviews and news including Major League Baseball BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering info, including live betting, esports, and scores. It's the best spot for all your sports information. It's also the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day, podcast free and available on your podcast app on YouTube, please do hit that subscribe button, uh, comment, rate, and review. That would all be very much appreciated. The NHL on Wednesday announced when each team will make their respective selections. Uh... The Boston Bruins will make 6 picks in the 7 rounds at the NHL Draft. But not until the second day, because their first round pick was sent to the Anaheim Ducks in the Hampus Lindholm trade. It's possible that Don Sweeney could try to move up into the first round or make a deal that puts him in the first round, but the first pick they will make will be number 54 overall in the second round. We're going to look back at some players the Bruins have picked in the second round that have been successful. Recently, guys drafted in the 50s were Mason Lori, Jack Stanika, Ryan Donato. Uh, the Bruins don't have their own third-round pick. That was sent to Ottawa for defenseman Mike Riley. They did get one from Calgary for goaltender Dan Vladar, so they will next pick pick 91st overall. Uh, They will then pick 119th overall in the fourth round, uh, number 183 in the sixth round. Uh, They have number 200 overall from Ottawa in the seventh round, and then they will wrap it up by selecting 215th overall. Uh, That pick from Ottawa came through the Josh Brown for Zach Sinition trade. The Bruins traded Sinition and their 2022 fifth round pick to Boston for Brown and a seventh round pick Conditional pick. The condition was if Sinishan played five games with Ottawa before the end of the season, the pick would upgrade in A to a sixth round pick. That games played, condition was not met, so the Bruins uh, will pick <clears throat> that seventh round spot. Uh, the Athletics' Corey Peronman. Did a mock draft with all the selections made. All 225 picks. Um, Oh my gosh, he doesn't have Shane Wright going until number 4, which is pretty crazy. Uh, He has Montreal taking uh, Uraj Slakowski, number 1. Devils taking David Iricic, number 2. Arizona Coyotes going with Logan Cooley. And then Shane Wright, who had been long the consensus number one pick, going number four, which is pretty crazy. That would be amazing for Seattle if they end up getting the uh, right at the fourth pick. At number 54, Pradman has the Bruins selecting defenseman Cali Odelius from uh, Jewgarden in Sweden. Could be a pretty good pick. I always go over to, do, to uh, Dauber Prospects. They have him as an 8 out of 10 in terms of NHL certainty. They say he's a puck-moving defender with good hands and escapability, shows intelligence in all three zones, and could grow into a mid-pair defender at the NHL level. In January, they wrote, he's a puck-moving two-way defender, great on the breakout, driving play from the back end with strong passes up ice, has the ability to give short, precise passes as well as clean, medium-length passes, but constantly impresses with great stretch passes as well. He's not the biggest player, can struggle to box out opposing forwards at the net front, but that will come with age. At this point, he looks like a strong candidate to be a second-round pick. There's still plenty of time um, that he might even climb into the first-round conversation. That was written back in January. At the moment, looks like he's a second-round pick and could be a pretty decent pick for the Bruins. I would love to see them pick Daniel Jilkin from the Guelph Storm. I watched him a lot this year. He's a very, very talented uh, centerman. But the Bruins, I mean, they need depth at all positions when it comes to prospects. Uh, beyond Lorai, pretty thin, especially after they traded Vakenainen. Um I expect Zborl to make a step forward this season, but uh, Odelius seems like as good a pick as any. And between now and the draft... I will finish my look back at Don Sweeney's draft history by uh, talking about the 2021 selections, arguably Sweeney's best draft, to be honest, and then we will look back at some of the best picks at number 54, as well as look at some players the Bruins might target at that uh, pick. If you recall, I actually bumped into Don Sweeney at a Guelph Storm game this past season. He was there scouting, uh, and then he was heading to Hamilton to watch a game as well. I believe he was looking at a few Guelph Storm players. Uh, There's a few rated pretty highly, uh, centers and defensemen. Um, And I think he was looking at a center from the Sudbury Wolves as well. So we'll dig into all that between now and the NHL Entry Draft, which begins uh, next Thursday evening in Montreal. I want to thank you so much again, friends, for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. I really do appreciate all the downloads, listens, clicks, support, all the follows on social media. I want to implore you right now to... Subscribe to the Locked On Boston Bruins YouTube channel. Search up Locked On Boston Bruins on YouTube. We are nearing 500 subscribers. Would love to get to that here in the next week or two. And uh, it would really mean a lot if you could hit that subscribe button today. Don't forget to check out Locked On Red Sox, Locked On Patriots, Locked On Celtics for all the latest when it comes to the local sports teams. What else is going on around the NHL? There was a huge trade yesterday as Kevin Fiala was sent to the Los Angeles Kings by Minnesota Wild general manager Bill Guerin for a 2022 first round pick and University of, defenseman, University of Minnesota defenseman Brock Faber. The Wild are in a weird situation where they are lacking cap salary space because of the buyouts given to Zach Parise and Ryan Suter. Those count for 12 million against the cap. That's going to jump for to 14 million for 2023-24 and 2024-25. You can get two really good players for that money. Fiala signed a contract extension with the Kings for seven point seven five, I believe. And Garin gonna have to get creative and um, get some younger guys on entry level deals who can play well for this team in order to succeed. Uh, Nazem Kadri will be a very sought-after free agent center this summer. Um, His first choice is to remain with the Avalanche, but he said he's shown what he's worth and is looking forward to watching it all develop in terms of who's after him, what they're willing to pay. Most likely going to price himself out of Bruins' contention But I would love to see uh, them get in on that action. But again, he he will probably be too expensive for the Boston Bruins. On the rumor mill, seems as though the New York Rangers are hot and heavy after Pierre-Luc Dubois. He's a restricted free agent. He's told the Jets his intentions to test unrestricted free agency two summers from now. Uh, the Jets and Rangers do have a trade history. Uh, Jacob Truba in the past. Um, I have to see if they are willing to keep Dubois for the next couple years and try to convince him to stay, or if they get ahead of it and try to get max return. Uh, Ken Wiebe of the Winnipeg Sun believes any deal would have to include or discussions, including Philippe Lafreniere, Capo Keiko, one of those youngsters, um, in order to pry Dubois out of uh, Winnipeg. The reports, the Canucks are listing on JT Miller. Um, he would obviously be another player the Bruins would be interested in, as could be uh, Jesse Pugliarvi, as there's word in Edmonton that could he could be on his way out. Um, he's a restricted free agent with arbitration rights, shown flash, flashes of offensive talent over the past couple of years. But um, perhaps he could reach his potential with another club. I would love the Bruins to take a flyer on him. He has great underlying numbers, and uh, you know, put him with Patrice Bergeron on the top line, so that you keep Hall and Pasternak together. That could be uh, that could be quite magical. I believe that's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Uh, A bit of a newsy one with all these names out there for the head coach position. And then, of course, the draft coming up. It will be interesting to see, A, if uh, an announcement is made today or tomorrow in terms of the coach, and B, if Sweeney is able to make a move to get into the first round or... What kind of uh, value they can get with that second round pick? Keep it locked to Locked On Boston Bruins for all the latest on the Black and Gold. I hope you are all having a great week. It's a long weekend coming up here for all of us. You guys are off on Monday. I'll be off tomorrow, but I believe I'll still record an episode, especially if a head coach is named today. If that is the case, Locked On Boston Bruins YouTube subscribers will get it first with uh, a bonus video over there I have a softball game tonight very much looking forward to we had an off week last week hoping finally to catch up on the first episode of Westworld and uh, yeah that's pretty much it just uh, trying to stay afloat here with the boys home on summer break no interruptions today which is a win And we'll talk to you again tomorrow here on the Locked On Boston Bruins Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.